Hitting life on the number 33. Mastery is my history. So hello everyone and welcome to Monique's Meow Whisper. Why do I do that? Because I'm trying to get your attention. Uh, I wanted to do a continuation on um, voodoo. And the reason why... I don't know why these dolls keep popping into my head. But I just think that this part of American history is important. Voodoo is a, you know, is a religion that came out of slavery. Um, Voodoo was really developed by the traditions that many um, black indigenous um, people who were brought over from either the continent of Africa or they were already here in the Americas that uh, continued their West African um, traditions. Um, Their pathions. What is a pathion? That is really considered uh, different deities. Um, Each deity represents, you know, uh, a certain element, such as uh, strength, courage, um, you know, rebirth, uh, wealth, and abundance. We have um, pathions like Oshun, Alegba, um, you know the Gede, different things of that nature. And what is very significant about this is that while many slaves were actually in church, you know, they, they, uh, first of all, religion was forced upon, Christianity was forced upon the enslaved. But what happened was they also incorporated their West African tradition and their their spiritual knowledge and understanding and they synchronized this with Christianity and this is what created what we call voodoo whereas there are very similar similarities when it comes to um, the different pathions so you have like um, St. Peter you know when you talk about Christianity Christianity or Catholicism and let's and I'm giving an example. St. Peter can be very similar to Alegba. Um, may, they may represent um, the crossroads or starting all over. Um, different things like that. So I wanted to kind of talk briefly about just kind of giving you a brief explanation. There's a lot more knowledge about this out there. But that's just some quick food for thought. Um many black indigenous people tell this day are actually very much um, wanting to study and learn about their West African cultural traditions or it's not just West African it could be from the middle of the continent of Africa but these traditions are stored within our genetic code um, being connected to nature being connected to the land but um, many masters slave masters were very afraid of slaves that practice voodoo many 
uh, masters were not even aware that slaves were supplementing their their Christian doctrine for West African pathions that they could relate to. And while they were screaming and hollering about Christianity secretly, they were actually um, celebrating the West African deities. So, um, not all slaves adopted this, but you will see more of this sort of tradition in places like Louisiana, Brazil, um, you know, different parts of the uh, Central America. So this is where you will find uh, the practice of voodoo. I mean, it's, it's called different names, Santeria, uh, just depending on where where you where you are located in the world um voodoo dolls so there's all just in general there are a lot of fears that people have when it comes to dolls for some reason dolls scare the hell out of people um because they are said to to really be a, a, a conduit for spirits to dwell inside of. Whether this is true or not, and I'm not even going to sound silly, this, this is something that I do believe exists. Um, and voodoo dolls were oftentimes designed by medicine men or women to let's let's say for example someone was lynched or yeah let's say there was a, a lot of lynchings that were going on and instead of the soul the restless soul of that uh ancestor that was murdered the medicine man or woman uh had the power or the the alchemy and the knowledge to transfer the spirit of that slave into a physical object now what I'm saying could um, may scare some people that don't believe in what I'm saying but rather you believe it or not this is this is history and so they have the power to to actually transfer energy into a doll um, there were there have been accounts and reports that many dolls were actually um, many dolls were really the I would say the reincarnation of the slave that was killed so that's just one example the other example I would share is that dolls were also used as a medium to to trap a soul or not a soul, but I would say a spirit because the the great spirit is in charge of all souls. But as far as your spirit is concerned, I'm speaking about your energy. And let's say, you know, for example, I'll tell a story. Let's say Massa was really just was a terrible Massa. And when it, Massa, when it was time for him to die, the medicine man or woman 
did a particular ritual and the ritual could have involved praying to other ancestors and um, connecting with the earth and the element and to basically seek vengeance on master who tormented the slaves and so once master died his his spirit energy would be transferred into one of the dolls um or let's say if it wasn't transferred into the doll there was a there was um a doll that actually had elements of master meaning his hair his blood his urine his semen um his saliva his clothing his fingernails all of that all of those things were collected because remember many medicine men and women slaves lived oftentimes some of them actually lived inside of the house uh rather they lived inside of the house or outside of the house but nonetheless there were ways that slaves actually used to um I uh, was not ways, but there were mechani- mechanisms that slaves actually used to be able to, you know, move ahead in their so-called uh, ritual or spell. This was very frightening for many slaves uh, that did not believe in any of this. And sometimes they would go back and they would tell Massa because they were afraid of this particular medicine man or woman. Um, many times medicine men are medicine men and women were very feared by Massa. Massa wouldn't even mess with the, with the medicine man or woman because of the power that they literally had to, they had some serious power, um, to really cause some devastation. So what ended up happening was a couple of things, the medicine man or woman, a, would be called in for questioning and possibly beat or whipped and when this occurred the medicine man or woman knew that their life was in danger because they they knew this and they also realized that if Massa wanted to Massa could kill them so they even had their own burial ritual in place that once they died their soul would be trans their spirit would be transferred over to one of the dolls there were many um spirits that were transferred into dolls and these dolls actually had uh the power to actually move and to uh cause problems on the plantation um it wasn't like a big up uproar of this but i'm just letting you know that these things actually were documented and recorded so either the medicine man or woman could reside inside the doll or they would transfer other slaves inside of the doll and basically it was about revenge the other things that would happen to massa are the medicine man or woman would create a doll using the toenails and saliva and just different elements that actually belong to Massa and when or mistress or anyone that was causing um, pain and heartache and sorrow on the plantation by by 
creating a doll that actually had the essence the, the essence of, of another human the medicine man or woman was able to basically is basically like creating a spell to um, basically they had to create a spell let's just say that and what was the spell if Massa was acting up and you know causing havoc oftentimes a medicine man or woman would have some form of a, of a needle or some form of a rope or something small and they would start to cause problems towards the doll that they made into into massa or mistress or whoever was causing problems so they would take that needle or um a pinch of some type of root and they would they would actually physically poke the needle onto the chest or onto you know a particular part of the slave i mean excuse me of the doll and once this happened the human the massa or mistress would literally feel whatever was going on or whatever was being placed and put onto the doll when many stories started to resurrect about medicine men and women um, actually causing harm and causing fear and causing chaos this was a, a huge red flag and medicine men and women were oftentimes killed but there was also a lot of fear that was wrapped around them when you hear these stories about dolls that have the power to you know cause chaos and do this and do that um many christians were very afraid of this okay and so what i want to share in this episode and i am a little bit tired so i'm trying to squeeze out some information these were real occurrences that a lot of people are afraid to to talk about um i never condone practicing any sort of uh black magic or something that's going to inflict pain onto another person however if you if you are fighting if you are fighting for your oh my goodness jesus as i was about to say survival this car just almost hit me if you're fighting for survival, what would you do? How far would you go to protect your life? If you have the knowledge that there are protectors, that there are ancestors that will will protect you even in the afterlife, what would you do to ensure that your spirit can continue to move on and not to be in bondage? The challenge that uh, many, many medicine men and women faced were knowing that a lot of their loved ones or different people on the plantation, their spirits were, would be walking around lost. Okay, now this, this becomes a conflict. What I'm sharing with you, I know this. This is a conflict because many people believe that once the slaves you know died they went on to heaven 
They, they didn't suffer anymore. I can't necessarily tell you how true, how true all of that is because there were reports of slaves or people that were lynched or murdered in brutal ways or tortured that uh, their spirits were still around. Okay? They, they weren't in heaven in a different dimension. They were literally stuck. Because a medicine man and women knew this knowledge, they oftentimes would help the spirit to be able to transition to the next to the next life, or they actually would transfer their spirits over into a doll in order to seek revenge on Massa. That that was just how they felt, and that's what they wanted to do. Okay, so having that knowledge was very important to many slaves, especially if you're being tortured. If it, let's just let's use an example. If you're being tortured over and over and over again, and you know that the only way out of the situation is to tell the medicine man or woman to bind Massa. What, what do I mean when I say bind him or her? It means to prevent them from causing further damage and pain. Um, the doll, voodoo dolls were very, very powerful because of the spiritual knowledge and, and energy that was placed onto the doll or inside of the doll. It literally became like a part, kind of like a part human in a sense and if the medicine man or woman needed to they would just get a some type of pen or whatever was needed and maybe they would play around with the doll in in a very kind of a bad way the next thing you know massa's arm is broken okay um massa's teeth fell out massa's losing hair you know, the whole family is, got sick. Okay. So when I share this information, it isn't to encourage people to jump into voodoo and, and practice black magic, what they call black magic, of course, to, um, to hurt other people. But it's in my spirit to share this knowledge so that you can understand in America and the world can understand why these medicine men and women existed they didn't exist to look cute to shuck and jive to be a whore you know to be the angry black man or woman they existed as a part of a resilient fabric to help protect those on the plantation there were some however that had their own interest in mind uh, there were some medicine men or women that, um, not all of them, but some of them had their own interest in mind. And they would do things that I would say were not scrupulous, but more so dealing in the dark side, the shadow side. And so whenever you're, you're, you're dwelling in that element, um, you have to be extremely careful. So if you're a slave 
and you're you're asking help from a medicine man or woman you know that there has to be an exchange nothing was ever free the slaves didn't have money so when to approach a medicine man or woman there there were different types there were the unscrupulous types there were and there were the honorable types that really were healers and made um teas and and things even for massa to feel better but they were like demonized let's say that but then you have those that were not really on the good side they were actually very dangerous so you had to be careful asking for favors as a slave even though you were desperate because sometimes asking them for favors could 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 come back on you if you didn't follow through with the request that the medicine man or woman had for example let's say the medicine man or woman needed a there were some really important things they needed from massa they needed some toenails some hair you know any part of his element and that was a part of what was needed to even complete the ritual but let's say the medicine the medicine man or woman they didn't live inside the big house so actually getting some of those things were very difficult very dangerous because you have to actually ask a a a house negro um sometimes asking a house negro for any help or if they got wind of the help better believe they went and told massa because they don't want you messing up what they have had going on um they're living more comfortably they don't have to work as hard they're working inside of the house they're more respected they have cleaner clothes or have access to food and so they would definitely tell on on massa i mean excuse me on the medicine woman or man okay um there were other situations where that that were actually opposite so let's say a medicine man or woman didn't need help getting some of these things they actually had access to it but depending on what 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 was the favor D- depending on the favor that's being asked it may require in exchange of something very serious what could that be well if you ask the medicine man or woman to inflict pain or harm on massa or actually get rid of massa the medicine man or woman would say well if i do this what what are you going to do for me or what will be the exchange well the exchange would be possibly helping in the afterlife once the slave is passed on to to seek vengeance or to help in some capacity you know nothing was ever just done for free like that it could be i'm going to sell i'm going to let you have my my son or daughter if they're not sold off by massa i will give you my niece or my nephew to raise or to to help you medicine man or woman 
you know so there was always an exchange I will cut off my locks of my hair for you to increase your power of what you're doing but if you were dealing with the wrong medicine man or woman you could find yourself um in a lot of in, in, in an intricate situation in places where there was a higher concentration of indigenous black people around the Americas is where you would actually find more um, people that practice um, voodoo or voodoo or santeria um, you know whatever we want to kind of term it as in places where there were less uh, indigenous people, you really wouldn't find, um, unfortunately, you just wouldn't find a whole lot of voodoo going on or synchronization of religions going on because that was, that knowledge was, that knowledge base was really fractionated to the point where uh, in rural places in the United States, it would, it was, you just couldn't find a group of black people that a lot of them practicing that maybe maybe just a few and if they did they had to be careful because they they could be punished they could be um lynched um many things many things could go on so this brings me to another element that i'll talk about more in another episode but i will mention this are you all familiar with a boo hag? A what? A what? Have you heard of a boo hag? A boo hag. What's a boo hag? They walk on around in the darkness. The boo hag is a is a tale of a. It's basically there's different interpretations, but I'll tell you my interpretation. There is, there are rumors, in, especially in Houston and Louisiana, of a woman or different women that are actually spirit. I mean, they're actually like, they're not even human anymore. They have actually passed on and they, they wear like other people's skin. It's like they they have like other people's skin, if that makes any sense. It's like a, a jumpsuit made of skin, like the, literally from the head to the toe. I'm not saying that they went out and murdered anybody. I don't even know how how the, their skin even took their skin was even created, to be honest with you, like how they went about doing this. But what I can say is that a boo hag is a, a woman who is considered to be not even alive anymore, some kind of entity that somehow like wears skin. And when you see this boo hag, you'll notice that her eyes are hollowed out looking. Her skin is really, um, I don't know. It doesn't look normal. And they wear like really big baggy flowy clothes it kind of looks like it just doesn't really something about it is off and what happens is the boo hag will entice a man and 
her goal is to sleep with that man and when she sleeps with him like a like a succubus she her goal is to is to really um steal his energy okay so that's a, that's actually what a boo hack is um the boo hack they say there's many boo hacks they say that they were alive during um slavery and post-slavery some of them some of them have been alive so long so let me tell you the one interpretation that i actually have of, of a boo hack So, because black women endured endured a grave amount of pain during slavery, I'm talking about brutal rapes and um, having children and just terrible things that have come out of that. And, you know, depending on the situation, this black woman... Let's say she she passed away. But, oh wow. She passed away, but she didn't know she passed away. Okay? So now, she's, she's actually, her, her, her spirit is so angry because of what has taken place that she isn't like going, she's not like, floating around jumping into new skin or anything but her energy is very strong okay so this spiritual energy has a lot of different things inside of it what what is that it has pain it has rage it has rape it has um you know torture beyond beyond control so that so the energy output that is coming from that slave or you know whether it's post slavery or whatever is very strong and if you are a phantom a phantom usually can become a phantom a spirit can become a phantom once the energy uh, grows and grows and grows. It grows through uh, time, and it go and it also grows through a level of pain um, and and hardship. Okay, so through time, the phantom energy um, gets stronger. And what happens is, um, when spiritual energy gets strong enough, a orb can become more than just an orb. A orb is what they consider like little ghosts like little flurries and stuff little flashes of light and little cute little sparkles but over amount over time the orb can start to conglomerate with other energy that is dealing with pain and the same shame and other things like that it can just start to connect with other uh, energy that is that exists to the point where it's able to actually materialize into something else. This is why many shamans and people say that birds, birds will are spirits or they can shapeshift and become spirits. That's a very, very, very popular um, thing. But in this case, when you're dealing with the spirit that has a strong base of 
like let's say they were unfortunately they were killed through rape or through a series of rapes that have gone on then when the spirit die when the person dies the slave dies now they're now they're concerned about vengeance how can they how can they take back their dignity their voice you know how how can they make a difference okay so i i'm not really clear to be honest on the the boo hack skin i've heard that their their skin is their own skin from when they died i don't know how true all of that is or where the skin is coming from but what they do is as the phantom as the phantom boo hag grows in strength they are they they basically have the power to just to put on um put on a, a skin it's like a skinwalker i know you all have heard of that this is there is nothing new under the sun what is this i'm trying to figure out the street it's confusing me I'm telling you, these people, construction workers, I ask that you please do a better job with communicating, communicating how people should be turning and whatnot. Now, the problem with the boo hag is that they are feeling tortured. They're feeling ashamed and in pain. And their goal is to go have sex with some with a, a living man. And so what a boo hag will do is she she will put on her her skin suit, okay, at night. And she will literally go and try to find someone to have sex with. The more men that she's able to sleep with, and let's say it doesn't even have I don't know, it doesn't have to be men, it could be whatever. But the more of that sexual energy is the, that she is able to achieve in this situation, the stronger um, she becomes and the more human-like she becomes again. They say that there are many, many boo hags that are walking around um, in places like Louisiana and Houston. And at nighttime... They, I don't know if they're taking their skin off or what the hell. I'm confused about that part. But what I will say is, some some of you are saying, well, that, that's just a wise tale or a folk tale. But the reason I even bring this up is because I feel like I actually saw a boo hag in Houston. <coughs> there was a woman who didn't quite look human. She was really... She was kind of tall and she had, she really had like her skin. That was the thing that made me think about rather or not this whole boo hack situation was even true because when I was checking out this lady's skin and also her, um, her clothing, they were really big and unnatural and she was trying to to hook up with some guys but people kept saying like you know you gotta watch that woman that's that's a boo hag like i had 
I had a couple people tell me that, but I didn't believe any of that because I was like, what do you mean that's a boo hag? And once I, you know, I went on my own spiritual journey. I've lived on two cemeteries. I have helped spirits get to the other side. I have seen things that most people say don't exist. And no, I clearly do not have schizophrenia. But I literally experienced this this woman and it's like I believe that this is possible I believe a boo hat can actually be a real phenomena I believe that um when the spirit it's just it's no different than a, a poltergeist I'm not saying there's a whole bunch of boo hags walking around but there have been a, accounts where people say that they're they have like a um a, su- a succubus which is really a so-called um it's like an energy vampire that when you're trying to sleep this particular woman will or even men spirits do this too but they'll sit on your chest and um or they'll try to have sex with you or they will have sex with you and the and the reason why that's important is because the sexual energy is very powerful for a spirit they need energy. They need it either from lights, but to gain spirit, uh, somebody's sexual energy, it, it it's almost like in the movies, it gives them more juice to to do more damage and to be feel like more human-like. The succubus is not anything to play with. These this does in fact exist. Um, you have to, and I even and my son, I got on him about this. Because we're prone to spiritual attacks, I may I make sure he never falls asleep listening to music. And he's 18 years old now, but I he doesn't he listens to me because I told him if you you be careful what you listen to because if you're listening to stuff that's saying you know I'm gonna kill 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 or you're constantly listening to just garbage, your your internal memory will record everything that you're listening to your subconscious memory it is a it's an internal recorder that will never shut off so when i look when i look into the the boo hag um maybe it doesn't exist maybe it does but the truth is is there are some spirits that are still here because they have unfinished business to take care of and Uh, to one degree that's okay and dandy as long as you're you're fighting a good fight to to help humanity but seeking vengeance um some spirits want to to have their rapist captured their killer captured um different things like that that's different that's sort of like a fight for justice right i understand i totally respect that but when we're talking about, you know, um, spirits just causing mischief and mayhem, that's why we have a lot of things going on in the spiritual realm because many humans are not right. Many humans are, the living are, um, are, are their bodies are being used as an empty vessel because they've cut off their consciousness and they don't even know what's right or what's wrong anymore you know you you see somebody 
crying out for help or you hear your neighbor saying help me call the police and you do nothing you don't want to get involved you know stuff like that and then something does end up happening to that person so you know people are being held accountable by the way on that um but when we're referencing the boo hags and we're referencing spirituality religion it's a very complex honestly very very complex conversation there are uh that i'm tired as you might hear in my voice it's like it's 12 15 i'm just rambling on but the main point is it's been in my spirit to talk about voodoo today because there's somebody that needed to hear this whether you're on your first spiritual journey with voodoo or you're wanting to know more about um your spirituality your the nature your natural spirituality not coming necessarily from a religion but something that is more natural that you're gravitating to if you're gravitating towards the wind if you're dreaming about electricity um you know if you're you're understanding that there's a crossroads or that there's abundance how how that fits into your life the other portion is is recognizing the medicine men or women who were alive and that still exist today um, that tried to protect many people on the plantation that were healers that were fortune tellers that um, fortune telling you know when I'll get deeper into that but the way the slaves used to fortune tell they would throw rocks they would there were a bag of bones could be chicken bones and rocks depending on the way those things landed they would know some information um, or they were warned about certain things that could happen okay um, that was also another way to communicate how did these slaves know about this because it was in their DNA no one had to sit there and um, preach to them they already knew it in their DNA they knew they were engaged with nature that is one thing that we have been stripped away from, forced to work on the land, but in many ways over time, our memory of the land has been very diluted. We knew more about the land and the wind and the trees when the animals spoke in different ways, when the fish jumped up out of the, out of the lakes, we knew that there was a hurricane coming. We, we knew that, um, you know, there was going to be an abundance in the crops or there was going to be a drought. There were many ways we were connected. But now if you were called a medicine man or woman, you were called a witch, a demon, um, one that worships the devil. If you even think about remembering your ancestors, that is also called um, uh, demonology. Well, I shouldn't call it demonology, but it is also called worshiping you're 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 worshiping the devil or you're you're worshiping evil spirits and so many black people are i hate to say it but very confused about who our ancestors are they're thinking that mammy jojo is going to come in their room at night from a, a slave from the 1842 and scare them to death okay or when we say ancestor you're thinking of you're and Oh, and all these you so you thinking of just like a very caricature profile of your ancestors 
that are mindless and they're you're worshiping them to get information and you're not worshiping God and you're not trusting in God. Remember the word ancestors means ancestors. Ancestors ancestors. They will give you the answers to the plight that we were experiencing today. I will close out by saying we are in a replay. I think it's very important that we are getting back connected to nature. We need to understand the land. Um, I'm getting this heavy, heavy impression, people. I don't care what religion you are. You need to, if you're not even religious, you need to get connected to the land, period. Um, The boo hags and like if you have things in your in your home um if there are practices that you were doing such as practicing what they call quote unquote black magic i don't even like that word because black magic is not is in some context is considered negative here if you're engaging in thinking you're putting a curse on someone praying for bad things to happen to someone that has done nothing wrong to you I'm not talking about somebody is trying to kill you and you need help I'm talking about getting one or two or three people together and praying negative things upon that person that's a form of what you would call black magic or we can call it let's not call it any color because I don't want to make people get stuck on that um that's important the words that you say and how you pray is extremely important today because if you're not praying the right prayers to uplift but rather to destroy you're not really praying anything it's just empty words used to um used to penetrate the mind of someone else that you are focusing on causing them to have a headache causing them to have a nightmare, causing them to feel spaced out and they don't know why, tripping over something, having an accident because your stupid ass was sitting there thinking all these negative thoughts. The last thing I'm going to say is be careful what you tell people. You don't know what people are into. You may have a person who does practice some type of magic and they don't know what they're doing. Okay? But they, they have a piece of your hair. They have a piece of your element. Okay. They have your old coffee mug. They have a piece of your cloth. They have a piece of your Kleenex. They have a piece of your DNA. And what that person will do is take that information back to their altar. They may go to a soothsayer. They may do a reading with another third party. To try to gain information on you. That information can... Some of the information about you can be revealed if your aura is weak. If if the person is able to tap into you because you, you don't have a strong um, spiritual sphere around you. A protection hedge around you. Then it makes you very vulnerable to psychic attacks. Psychic attacks occur on people who have not dealt with multiple um, 
abuse issues, um, especially sexual abuse. Many dark spirits will attack people that have been sexually abused. They will especially prey upon children and those entities will latch on to the child um, and can really follow that child into adulthood if if a cleansing and a purging and self-development work has not occurred. This doesn't have to end this way. Um, what we do is, because we are living in a battle, you need to call upon your ancestors. If you don't believe in your ancestors, I don't know who you're going to call on. Because my star, when I go outside and I look up at the sky, I'm looking at my ancestor. I'm looking at an answer. When I look at the sun, I'm looking at my ancestor. Some, uh, something that has been here longer than me and something that is greater and more majestic than I, where it will continue to exist as I go back into the sun. Okay? So we have to, we have to um, make sure that we're guarding our mind and our hearts. Um, protect your children if your child has been sexually abused and violated. Um, it is time to make sure that you are practicing cleansing for your child. You need to get gather some crystals, quartz crystals. Gather some sage and some rosemary. Okay? And you need to be burning that. You need to get copper. Okay? Um, whenever there's a full moon, get a, a cup of a bowl with water in it and put some... Spe- precious stones and charge those items with good intentions. Put those stones underneath your children's um, pillow to help them get a dream catcher, get feathers. I highly, highly recommend that. Lastly, maybe not lastly, but you also want to have plants. Plants are a perfect buffer from um, negative spirits and so are sticks, like sticks from outside. I remember when I was in Houston, uh, we lived on a cemetery. I didn't know this, by the way. And uh, there was actually a murder that happened in the town home I lived in. Of course, I didn't know that either until after I moved in. And um, I remember gathering some sticks, like lots of sticks from outside and just putting them like near the on the walls to act as a buffer. And something actually tried, some kind of, something bad tried to get into the house, a spirit. And I kid you not, those sticks, they were long sticks. Those sticks started to pop, like, like electricity. And whatever was trying to get in got blocked because of those sticks. So I encourage you, get nature, get with nature in your house. Get your pets. A lot of people have pets. You don't even understand the good thing about having a pet, they can see spirits. They will bark at something you can't see. You can go into denial all you want to, but when you do that, you're actually reducing your own intellect. When you, Muffy is, is barking arf, 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 at the corner and there's nothing there. And Muffy does that every morning at starting at three in the morning. And you're, you just chalk it up and say, Muffy's just barking. And you literally cut your brain off because you're scared. You're reducing your own intellect. Give your dog the respect or your cat the respect or your 
fish or whatever animal is in your home, their respect and follow them, learn from them, protect your house. Um, wines and spirits. Some of you, Hey, I'm not here to, I'm not a pastor to try to tell you what to do, but what I will say is spirits are attached to alcohol for a reason. Al, Al, A-L, and A-L for alchemy, alcohol, alchemy, okay, very similar words, why is that, what is alchemy, it is the practice of science infused with uh, metaphysical knowledge, so understanding, you know, um, different sciences, more so in the spiritual realm, where we're measuring lights and electricity, um, energy, and how the energy can be in converting the energy into a new um, object, converting the energy into a a different um, element. That is alchemy. And that's exactly what was used to actually create alcohol. Who do you think when you when we're thinking about the creators of alcohol, do you think that they were totally human? Or were they being channeled by another, a higher force to actually create something that would, would cause so much destruction to the human race? So I encourage you, I need to do some more research on, on alcohol. And I know people were doing their moonshine and alcohol has been around. There's natural ways to make it. But when I'm talking about the alchemy portion where it it was designed to 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 change or to alter a person's um auditory or visual senses and and judgment and and to um cause one to feel like they've gained a different personality or character that's where we're talking about the spirits um spirits Spirits and alcohol seems to run in the same lane. Um, because of the ritual that was done to cre- actually create alcohol, I don't know if there were dreams or what was what was actually said to the person persons who designed the alchemy of alcohol, but there was some sort of spiritual um, connection in terms of how the spirit of man would be impacted this the spirit of man and woman or child whoever's drinking the alcohol how 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 would this actually how would this actually impact the way the way that the the person processes information and the way that the person thinks spirits um spirits will attach themselves to our vibration to um there there's a spiritual connection when we're talking about wines and spirits and alcohol and oftentimes you'll even see in the cemeteries you know people will bring what alcohol and they'll pour it they'll pour a 40 ounce down and onto the onto the grave why are they doing that why do even people that practice voodoo leave alcohol or or any a lot of um religions 
will leave alcohol for the ancestors because for some reason they're able to communicate through alcohol there is knowledge and information that actually is generated once you combine those elements and the concentration of of deceased individuals um, once they get connected uh, you can get infected this is the reason why when you drink you become a different person where is this other person coming from who is it it's not you it's a spirit there's it's an energy that bonds when you put the alcohol inside your body it creates a different it changes your chemical um, it changes your smell it changes your pores it does some sort of magic that actually sends a signal into the spiritual world which is not that far away where here it is you can just literally t- turn into another person and the sad part is that other person can stay with you for the rest of your life that spirit can literally inhabit your body without you even knowing it how many people do you know that are alcoholics today hmm? and they have a different person or persons that reside in them that is the alchemy of alcohol okay i'll try to make it more clear i'll dive i'll dive a little bit deeper into that but i'm very impressed to tell you this is pressing my mind at 12:30 now uh there's someone that is listening or several people that i need to help you need to get that monkey off your back um you're under spiritual attack you are much stronger than that rely on nature it can't defeat you um rely on the knowledge and expertise from your ancestors i am here to also just be a voice um thank you so much everyone for tuning in to this episode about voodoo the boo hag alcohol and alchemy and how we can learn a lot from the past and kind of give us a little bit more perspective on these things so okay everybody i definitely enjoy you enjoy talking to you as usual and feel free to tune in to the next podcast thank you so much